Oh, wow, we got three cameras. Well, I've never yeah. seen this. <laughs> is this thing ugly here? I just put it down. Yeah, it's good, it's good. Does it provide any guy? Character? Alright. Professional. How you doing? Woo, I'm on fire. You are we back. got three cameras here we today. Have three cameras. One, two, three. Four mics. Four mics. We did double Five check mics. that we are recording. Okay, We're gonna come up sure. with a checklist. I was telling I DG you. before he needs to have a checklist. I will have this. a checklist. How was uh you were in New York last week? I back in, in the hood. Back in the hood. How was that? Preaching. Yeah. And uh, meeting some people down at a conference there, one day conference. It was amazing. It was good to be back in the city. But, uh, you know, down there, collecting leads. Collecting leads. You were collecting leads. <laughs> Manual leads. I did, I did see that. Hand-to-hand okay. hand combine. All right. So today, um, I want to do a podcast episode. That's what this is, obviously, about leadership. Uh-oh. Yeah. So I finally got around to reading a book that you've been telling me to read uh, called Extreme Ownership. Uh-huh. Extreme Ownership, How U.S. Navy Seals Lead and Win by Jocko and Leif Babin. What's up, Jocko? Okay. Uh, and so I figured we could take a bunch of leadership lessons out of that book and dive into them and get your thoughts and dig, mm, in, dig into them I love Jocko. Today. If you don't follow Jocko on Instagram, follow him. You will. Black and white shots only. Humble you. Humble you. 4.30 yeah. a.m. every morning. think you get up early, you don't. Watch no, that, man. you don't. Yeah. Sometimes 3.30. Yeah. And also, we haven't given away books in a little bit, so I think we should give away some books today. <sighs> I love it. I love it. All right. But you got to stick around to the end. So, Okay. Lessons, couple lessons, couple things that stood out. I got my notes, and I'm going to talk. I want to kind of like interview, you know, hear, hear what you got to say. Mm-hmm. So first thing he talks about, this is all leadership lessons from a Navy SEAL, which is obviously a completely different level of ownership and leadership than and us nerds in the, yeah, in the tech world. software. <laughs> um, but he said, the only meaningful measure for a leader is whether the, t- the team succeeds or fails. And I think that like boils all the mm. leadership lessons uh, mm-hmm. down into into one thing. Tell me why. Tell me why that got mm. that reaction. I love it uh, because it's. I love the way he. Um, I love it when you read something and then um, you know Seth Godin can do this. Yep. A lot of writers that we like can do this and yep. can boil down something that you kind of feel and uh, and you and you are t- and but you can't articulate it simply. Right. And he does it simply there, which is like bottom line is like does the team succeed or fail? Doesn't matter if you succeeded. Uh, but if someone on your team failed, then the whole team failed. So, and and how have you how have you felt that? Like you have you feel that right? Nobody cares. You don't really get. Nobody really cares what you do, right? You nope, have to no you credit. have to be responsible for all the pieces, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Putting it all together, yeah. and making it win. That's what's amazing when you see amazing sports teams, right? Not that I'm really into sports, but uh, when you look at amazing sports teams, that they are able to come together, right? A group of individuals, and then someone is able to take them to the next level. Mm. You know, I always think of Belichick uh, with the Pats. Right. And, uh, and they're able to pull that off kind of repeatedly. Not once, not twice, not three times. Well, the one thing they all have in common is it's always the puzzle pieces, right? Mm-hmm. And then the person at the top doesn't make excuses, right? If they win, then it's good. Mm-hmm. If they didn't win, then, okay, I'm taking – it's basically lose-lose if you're the leader, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if your team, if your team wins, you don't, can't, you don't want to take the credit. Mm-hmm. And if your team loses, you have to take the responsibility, Yeah, I right? love the expression, we either win or we learn. Yeah. But then someone like uh, Belichick or Dean's – or someone like Jocko is about we either learn or we learn. Yeah. And we he, learn he, in both cases. And he then he then he says there's no bad teams, there's only bad leaders. Mm-hmm. Right? And that talks about putting those pieces together. You're responsible for that sum. Man, that's an easy to, thing to say but so hard to so hard. to kind of stomach if you're actually leading a team of any size or in, in any context. One of the things that you talk about, so 
off this podcast, we had a talk last week that was kind of just about like you know I had to get slapped back to reality a little bit, and mm-hmm, we talked mm-hmm. about we talked I like about where we're going with this. We talked about EV. Yeah. Talk about what EV is and explain, you know, w- we had a conversation kind of just about, you know, about leadership and, and building teams and, and placing the company mm-hmm. ahead of myself, mm-hmm. right? Or ourselves. And, or ourselves, right? And you always talk about EV. And I think sure. maybe people might probably listen, but they don't know what is EV. And So EV, you know, stands for enterprise value, right? It's just, uh, it's something that, you know, we've talked about for many years and it's about, Basically, the, the thought and the, the value is to always solve for EV, so solve for enterprise value. What that means day-to-day is to put the company and to put the goal, just like Jocko's talking mm-hmm. about, success ahead of individuals. So like when we make a decision, are we solving for EV? When you're kind of like fighting to want something, mm-hmm. like for yourself or your, for your team, mm-hmm. are you solving for yourself, for the team, or are you solving for EV? And if we always default to solving for EV, then it's going to lead that team to win. Yeah, it makes decision-making easy, right? Way easier. And pulls you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. having that conversation about what are we really, sol- what are we really solving yeah. for? It's, not, for you. it's no. not you versus me versus someone else. It's just like right. we're, sol- we're both solving for the same thing. Right. And, and one of the things that had come up, which, I, you, which punched me right in the gut in the way that you said it, you, we were talking about you and Elias, so two mm-hmm. founders, and you were mm-hmm. like, Look, if there was an opportunity where somebody could do a better job, I would replace myself, right? Any day. That's the ultimate measure of mm-hmm. solving for EV. Yeah, it's something, and uh, same for Elias. It's been the tr- same for years. For us, the and uh, including Andrea, for us, the goal is to succeed. Mm-hmm. You know, if it succeeds with us, that's great. If it means replacing ourselves in order to succeed, we'll do that too. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's about yep. getting that Super Bowl ring. All right. I want to move on from this one. The next one, which I know you're going to scream about, is uh, he said, when it comes to performance standards, it's not what you preach. Mm-hmm. It's what you tolerate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this I've is talk- something we talk about oh, all yeah. the time. I've talked about this for years, right? And uh I forgot when this week I brought this up again. But it's about, um, in, the, in my context, I've always talked about it in terms of cultural values because I kind of hate um, cultural values in some way because most people talk about them as things that they optimize for in the hiring process. But the cultural values only matter when you're willing to fire based on those values. And so that's when it becomes real. Yeah. And, the, and the what you preach versus what you tolerate thing, that even boils down to why it drives you insane if somebody leaves like a piece of trash mm-hmm. or like a cup Oh, yeah, on that's the right. Table, I wrote right? a wiki post this week yeah. internally about uh, you know a, a value or norm that we want, which is around ownership, mm-hmm. right? And, and those are kind of tells like when someone's willing to do that that they do, might not have an ownership mentality, right? And uh, they might not care about the details because it's hard to care about the details in your work that you do if you don't care about the details around you. So I love that. When it comes to performance standards, it's not what you preach, it's what you tolerate, right? Mm-hmm. And it's easy to talk about something, and be, a, and, but you're not really a be about it until people show, until you show people like, We've taken action on this. We talk about it all the time and we did something, whether that is, you know, move on from a teammate to cleaning up a mess to mm-hmm. who you partner with mm-hmm. to all that stuff, please. Yeah, but it's that tolerating toleration part that is uh, the hard part. So people avoid it, right? We all know when we see it that it's it's off, it's wrong, it's, it's something that's not supposed to happen, but we tolerate it and we kind of turn the other way. 
All right, hit me, Jocko. I got you more. Okay. Uh, another one was prioritize and execute. Mm-hmm. This is like this could be an underlying theme for the whole thing. There's so many things that that are in here, like from big rocks to the eighty twenty rule. This just reminded me of big rocks. Yeah, go. Yeah. So something we talk about all the time, which is big rocks are one thing about focusing. On that one thing. It's funny. Last week I was in New York at yeah. that conference. Yeah. It was about 100 CEOs of different sizes, all pretty decent-sized companies. And at my table, one of the conversations was about one of the CEOs was talking about how he only does one thing a day. So he's basically preaching this, right? That he pri- Obviously, he does other things, right. but that he prioritizes one big thing per day. And uh, I didn't mention that that's kind of our obsession, something that we've talked about a lot here. But it's an easy thing for all of us to continue to slip, right? Mm-hmm. But it's all about prioritizing that thing down to that one big rock that you can move forward that's going to have that impact. And then you can fill in And I love time. that. Here, like when you hear another CEO is thinking the same way. Because like, the thing that Jocko said, he said, even the most competent of leaders can be overwhelmed if they try to tackle multiple problems or a number of tasks simultaneously. The team is going to fail at each of those tasks. Instead, leaders must determine the highest priority task and execute. Mm-hmm. When overwhelmed, fall back on this simple principle, prioritize and execute. Yeah, I'd say my, one of my biggest, uh, um, I won't say gifts, but like uh, advantages is that I can only focus on right now, right this second, as Dave knows. Yeah. Right this minute. You Not, can. Yeah. But you also have like this ability to be everywhere. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand how they work now like that. Now and everywhere. Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> All right. So and then on the heels of prioritize and execute, this was to me, this is number one, and we know it. Keep it simple. His number one leadership and management principle is called the simple principle. It doesn't get much better than that, right? (laughs) And he, like, of course he believed in planning and and having plans and tactics and all that stuff. But he was talking about, like, planning. They were going into, you know, they were were about to raid a a place in in Iraq. And he said uh, the truth – they have a a brief, like a leadership Mm -hmm. – a brief for the raid that they were going to do. And he said here's the true test for a good brief. It's not whether the senior officers are impressed. It's whether or not the troops that are going to execute the operation actually understand it. Everything else is bullshit. It's amazing. One one thing that I loved in his book that he talks about related to this is that – that most people, when he gives leadership talks and, um, and he's kind of trying to train pe- executives yeah. and business people, they always kind of say the same thing. Oh, it's easy for you, Jocko, right? It's much harder for us. Why is it easy for you? Oh, because all those people are, are, um, you know, are enlisted, right? So they have to follow your orders, right? And, so, and all the people that work for us can walk out at any time, right? And your, your people can't walk out. Mm-hmm. And he says it's exactly the opposite, right? He's bringing people into, uh, as he calls it, harm's way, right. right? And he has to convince each individual to do this thing. They don't just follow along. They just don't do what he says, right? And uh, even though from the outside it looks like he can just bark some orders right. and they'll just follow And him. nobody's going to die if I don't, you know, whatever, do some marketing thing at yeah. Drift, right? <laughs> like that's the reality of it. But that's yeah. a, that's a, I love the analogy of keeping it simple. The only way people are going to understand, and this is we talk about – this is even a, a bigger principle for us at Drift mm-hmm. other than leadership. It's our brand. It's yep. our marketing. It's keep our it product. Simple. Keep it simple, right? Why? Because humans need simple stuff, Simple. Right? And they always – respond to very simple things yeah and then the last one was you know you are what you do every single day and for him he said discipline starts every day when that first alarm goes off in the morning like Mm -hmm. that's your decision point. yeah and that's why we have so much respect here kind of everyone that works here for other people that just do it 
every day. Just get it done, right? That's the ultimate, like that's the highest level because it's easy to talk about it. It's easy to do one day, two days, three days. It's really hard to bring the heat every day like DHD brings. Every day. That's a good nickname for Danielle. Somebody in iTunes, they wrote a review. They called her Daniela. Yeah, that's we're gonna come have on. to f- come on, man. Come on, no come swag on. for you. No swag. It's either it's a good effort or DHD. It's a good effort. Keep it simple. That's yeah. somebody who tried to make her name more complicated than yes. it actually yeah, yeah, is. Yeah. Daniela. DHD um, brings the heat yeah. every day. Yeah. yeah. All right. Respect. So those are a couple leadership lessons. But honestly, you know, we want you to go read this book. Go listen to it. Mm-hmm. Go check it out. And so we haven't done this in a little bit, so we're going to give away some books. Yeah, but before you Go read ahead. the book, oh, you need to head on over to iTunes. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. Leave a, either six or five-star review. Up to you. You yeah. decide, right? Yeah. Six would be better. Somebody actually somebody actually wrote, uh, this is from N. Brempel from Canada. The title of this person's review says six slash five stars. Okay, perfect. iTunes won't let you give five, so this person gave six. Okay, give six. Yeah. And uh, six... Six or five stars. Whatever you want. Leave, whatever you want. It's up to you. Leave those. Shout out DHD Amy yeah. in the comments. Win a prize. By the way, last night I was – Jamie, this is for you. What's up, right? Jamie? Jamie. So I had dinner last night. Jamie is a, a venture capitalist that I know here in oh, Boston. okay. It was a pretty uh, small dinner. You know, The VCs listen to this podcast? Oh, he says he listens to it every day. Jamie. Jamie. Uh, so he, okay. he listens to it on his commute. Good. Yeah. And uh, and on his way up to Vermont Love every it. weekend with his family, he's nice. got Seeking Wisdom Respect. on. But Jamie told me he hasn't left me a five-star review yet. Oh, my goodness. All right? So, Jamie, you need to get on it. And, uh, and he was pimping us to everyone else at the dinner. What's up, Michael Simon from Log Me In? Wow, you got yeah. all the names out there on Seeking Wisdom. So look, you're not you're in the company. You, you know, you are who you surround yourself with every yeah. day, and uh-huh. that's this community yeah. of people on Seeking Wisdom. So do that, and then let's do this. Mm-hmm. While you're listening to this episode, you had to made it all the way till here, right? Okay. Take a screenshot on your phone, okay. not on the computer, on your phone. I like it. Screenshot like it. on your phone. Yeah. Tweet what did get? that. Tweet that. You have to tag at Drift, and you have to use the hashtag Seeking Wisdom. Okay. The first five people that do that when we post this episode, we're going to hit you up. We'll get into your DMs. Yeah. We'll send you a copy of this book, Extreme Ownership, so you can learn all the things that we learned. Okay. And we'll hook you up with a bunch of Drift swag. Whoa, 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 man. You're too generous. Think about that. Slow down, dude. Free. This podcast is free. Everything that we do here is free. Uh The product even starts at free. Yeah. And we're going to give away books on top of this. Dave. How are we going to measure ROI on this? I don't know. I'll talk to you. We'll talk about the budget after. Okay. The, the budget's blowing yeah, here. It's, it's going way up. <laughs> All right. So this is a, this is a one shout out this week. This is a really short one. Yeah. Uh, this is from Pastua from Australia. Man, global. Th- they said, listen to 30 episodes in less than a week. Completely addicted. Woo! Enough said. What's up? All right, Jamie, I'm talking to you. Five-star review. Let's see it. See ya. See ya. See ya.